Let's go, girls. From New York City to Los Angeles, Powered Up with Beck and Franklin is giving women of all ages permission to live the life they've always dreamed of. Why live in black and white when you can choose the brilliance of 3D and Technicolor? Each week, Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin and their high-powered guests will be here to cheer you on, to share their challenges, their successes, and what they've learned along the way. It's all about women supporting women. The stories and practical tips on sex, beauty, money, and so much more are designed to help you reconnect to the powerful woman you are. Fabulous knows no limits. Now it's time for you to expand your boundaries. Here are Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and we are visiting today with Dondi Dolan. She wrote a book called The Five Elements. Now, Dondi is an author, and she's a dancer and a teacher, and she's a member of SAG. We're happy to have you here, fellow SAG. Um, and but more importantly, she wrote the little book of energy medicine with her money with her mother, and then she teaches these five elements. Her book is called The Five Elements at the Omega Institute in New York, and the Eden Energy Medicine Work. Workshops. Is that with your mom, uh, Dondi? Is. is that where yes. those workshops come from? Yes. My mom teaches all over the world, and I help her and teach with her and travel with her. <laughs> That's so exciting. I'm so glad to have you on the show today because I hear that term a lot, energy medicine, but I don't really know what it means. I mean, is it is it? Like tr- there's traditional medicine and then there's Eastern medicine and Western medicine. And now we're talking about energy medicine. And that's always confusing to me. Well, I would be happy to explain it. Thank you so much for having me here today. I'm just thrilled to be here. And I think a lot of people are confused about the term energy medicine. Firstly, because it combines a lot of different modalities. So it's kind of an umbrella for Reiki, some people consider acupuncture, acupressure, energy medicine, traditional Chinese medicine. So depending on who you talk to, a lot of alternative health modalities can fall under energy medicine. What my mom teaches, and my mom's name is Donna Eden, and she's amazing. She's an incredible healer. And she teaches Eden Energy Medicine, after her name, Donna Eden. And she works with nine systems in the body. So some of the systems that are more familiar terms to people are the meridians, which are energy pathways, the chakras, which are energy discs, the aura. Some of the others that are a little less known are the radiant circuits, the triple warmer, the Celtic weave, the electrics, the basic grid, and the five elements. And the five elements is one that my mom taught me when I was very young. It's part of energy medicine. It's a health system and also a personality type system. And it's the one that I really, really resonated with. So energy medicine is amazing. It's it's a it's a modality most of the time where people use their hands to move energy in other people or in themselves because when somebody, for instance, has pain, 
what pain is is stuck energy and you've got to get that energy flowing through the body and it can flow on channels like meridians so we'll trace meridians on the body we'll use our hands to trace along our body or put our hands on a chakra which is a an energy disc or an energy circle on the body and uh, the hands are electromagnetic and so you know a lot of people don't realize how much power is in their hands so that's a little bit about energy medicine does that make it a little more clear <laughs> yes i'm sure it does to sandra and it certainly does to me because um i have done reiki my you know i in mm-hmm. fact when i left wall street i took a i did level 1 and level 2 in reiki but uh i have some this is Linda, by the way. Sorry. Hi, Linda. Um, I, I have some great <laughs> practitioners that have wonderful hot hands. It's amazing how hot their hands can be. It's just it just blows you away. And then I I did uh, I had uh, one lady that actually did acupuncture. And so when you went there, um, she asked you you know what your issues were, and you could say, oh well, I have a sore back, and then she would. <laughs> She would stick a needle in your forehead, and you say, "Gee, that, that's interesting, right? Uh, I don't know why isn't it why it isn't in my back, but it's in my forehead." But while, when she put in all the different little needles, then she did Reiki with the needle still in you, and I swear to God, you could just blow right off the table. It was amazing. Yeah. It is amazing, and and the reason that it works, and a lot of people are blown away when you can put these hair thin needles on the head and it fixes something in your foot or it fixes something (laughs) in your lower back that goes back to the meridian lines so the meridians are like they're like rivers of energy all over the body and they correlate with the organs so you have lung meridian kidney meridian bladder meridian and if you have a very skilled practitioner they can put one of these hair thin needles on your head and it will the energy from that needle and it will basically it goes into an acupressure point so all over the meridians are these points of energy you put the needle in one and it travels to this place in your back or this place yeah. in your foot and it's more effective than actually working on the part of the back it's incredible it, it is it's beautiful yeah energy medicine is is absolutely wonderful. You know, Dr. Oz says that energy medicine is the medicine of the future, the new frontier. It, a lot of people are starting to, you know, Western medicine is, is incredible. We can't take anything away from Western medicine, but people don't want to be hooked on pharmaceutical drugs. People don't want to run to the doctor all the time. And so taking healing into our own hands and empowering ourselves is really, really important. Did you know that Dr. Oz, before he became this media giant, I mean, back in his early career, you know, he, he was doing heart transplants up at Columbia Presbyterian here in New York, and he was the first that would allow energy healers into the operating room with him so that ah. they could be with that patient. And then he, they had all these great tapes where you would listen to the tapes before you went in, to surgery during surgery and after surgery and the ones that actually did that they healed so much faster but i thought it was amazing that he allowed healers into his operating room that is amazing and i'm so happy you're telling me that i think that's 
wonderful. And in my mom's work and in her school, she has a school in Arizona and a school in England, many of our practitioners, our senior practitioners, graduate from the school and they accompany people into hospitals who have to have surgery, people who have to go in. And when when somebody takes an advocate with them who knows energy medicine and that person can put their hands on the patient before and after the surgery, these patients are healing quicker, they're going home quicker, they're having less side effects from drugs that were used during the surgery. It's it's so exciting. It's just very, very exciting. And I think more and more hospitals uh, here in the U.S. are, are adapting, adopting that uh, methodology because it, it works. So why wouldn't you want to? I mean, isn't the goal to help the patient in whatever way you can? Yes, absolutely. It, yes, more and more hospitals are. My mom and her husband just did the Cleveland Grand Rounds, which was fantastic that they were invited in to speak to this, you know, this big medical organization in Cleveland, and and they're getting invited into more and more hospitals, and the doctors and the nurses are open to it, and it's absolutely fantastic to be blending this this energy medicine or Eastern medicine or even Chinese medicine with Western medicine. And in Asia, 98% of the hospitals use traditional Chinese medicine, and they have great success. So it's slowly trickling over here, and we're excited about it. Terrific. Yeah. Well, well I've, I've got your book here. And it's and first of all, I want to say it's a very pretty book. I like pretty books, and I like Thank books you. that are really simple. Um, the, the hardest thing that I found for me when I read it was trying to figure out which one of the five elements I was because I could see myself in all of them. Is that typical? Like, are we one element, like, you know, stuffed at a time, or do we shift into different elements because of the different roles we play or the different times in our lives? Like, is the element fixed in us? So, so yes to all of that, and I'll explain a little bit, and it is typical. You aren't alone. There are some people who say, you know, I, I feel like I'm a little bit of all the elements, and if a person truly is, and they've taken time with the quiz and answered the questions honestly, because it takes a little bit of, uh, you know, you have to look inside and, and see what you really are and then answer the questions. If somebody really is seeing the elements, all of the elements in them, then they may be a fairly balanced person. But what happens when people take the quizzes is oftentimes they'll take it in a mood, in a certain mood or a certain phase of their life. Maybe it's a very difficult phase, or maybe it's an easier phase. And so those elements will come to the surface. For instance, most people are a combination, and I'll go through the elements. They are water, wood, fire, earth, and metal. And most people are a combination of at least two elements. So they'll take the quiz, and there's a quiz at learnthefiveelements.com that people can take. They'll take the quiz and they'll see two elements that are really strong in them. And so that's also very typical. And then they'll be needing to balance the other three. So that happens a lot. It's rare that somebody is so, so strong in one element. Although I have to say, and I won't get political on you, but Donald Trump is 
very strong in wood element. And, I was going to uh, say, he's that, like a big wood, like giant redwood. Yeah, he's not just yeah. a wood. i got to take us to commercial break. We'll be back after the break. We're visiting today with Dondi Dahlin. Now, her last name is spelled D-A-H-L-I-N. She's written this neat book. I had a lot of fun with it. The Five Elements, Understand Yourself and Enhance Your Relationships with the Wisdom of the World's Oldest Personality Type Systems. We come back from the break more with Dondi Dahlin for Linda Franklin and Sandra Beck. This is Power. Up Talk Radio. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Are you happy with your life? Satisfied with the direction you're taking? More importantly, are you content with the results you're seeing? Then Success Profiles Radio is the program for you. Join host Brian K. Wright as he talks to experts in many areas relating to life success, including expertise in leadership, business, relationships, careers, networking, health, overcoming adversity, and much more. Each week, we'll explore different aspects of success and how to apply them to your life. For more on Brian and the show, check out his website, briankwright.com. Each week is a dose of inspiration. So many people live their lives wanting more than they currently have. Success Profiles Radio is a show that will clearly demonstrate the principle, if I can do it, you can do it. So don't miss this opportunity to take control of your life and your results. Success Profiles Radio with Brian K. Wright, Mondays at 5 p.m. Central, Now you've heard about the Seattle house that went up in flames after a chowder-headed tenant tried to flush out an eight-legged foe in his laundry room by setting it on fire using a lighter and spray paint. Whoops, big miscabobble. Apparently, no one got hurt except perhaps a spider, but the rental home and its contents reportedly suffered $60,000 worth of damage. Neighbors scrambled to hose down their homes to keep the fire away. What's the word for a nearby house that is on fire? A eucalagan. Arachnophobia, or the fear of spiders, is pretty common. In case you're wondering what kind of nut job would actually try to kill a spider this way, this isn't the first case of this sort to occur. Why did the spider cross the road? To look for a new website, maybe? It's I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin, and this is Powered Up Talk Radio, and we have a great guest today, Dondi Dolan. She wrote a book about understanding yourself and how to enhance your relationships using a personality type system as old as the ages, the five elements. Now, when we were on break, Linda, you asked a great question that I'd like to share with our audience. I'm going to put the mic over to you. Okay. Um, well, looking at the, at the five elements, water, wood, fire, earth, and metal, I resonated with metal. That, that seemed to be the dominant one for me with a little wood thrown in for, <laughs> for good measure. But knowing that about me seeing that, you know, I really resonated with metal, 
how do I use that in my life, in my relationships, or, or how does knowing which element is, is strong in you, how does that enhance your life? Right. These are great questions. So I'll talk about metal a little bit, and I'll also talk about wood, since you think that that may be there for good measure. I'll talk about both. So what happens with the elements is when you start really delving into metal and what a metal person, um, kind of how a metal person ticks, you'll realize that people perceive a metal in a specific way. And this is kind of across the board. So metals, the metal person is very, uh, very, they're sophisticated, they're reverent, the archetype is the queen or the alchemist, so they kind of come into the room and and seem like royalty when they enter the room. They're also very methodical. They're hard workers, and they can get a little, like a, like a wood, there are some similarities. They can get a little bit obsessive about work. And so when you know this about yourself, you'll find that people feel that a lot of metals are a little distant, a little aloof. And so when you know these these traits about yourself and how people perceive the elements, you can work in your interpersonal relationships to not be so aloof. Because sometimes, and I'm going to try to be really clear on this, sometimes we are doing things and we don't even know. And I'll take wood, for example. Wood people feel, if you talk to most woods, they feel they're confident, they're strong, and they're, they're into honesty. They're going to say the truth like it is. What they don't realize is most people perceive them as aggressive, that they steamroll others, and that they're insensitive. <laughs> but, but as a wood type, the wood type doesn't feel that. I'm wood. I don't feel that. My sister and mom keep me in check because we know the five elements. And they'll say to me, whoa, Dondi, you really like plowed into that person with your words and you were just staring at them. And I'll, I'll say, I was? Really? Because we don't, it's very hard to see ourselves. So these quizzes and these personality assessment systems like the five elements are very good because they're like a map for us. They illuminate what we are when we can't see it or at least what our traits and habits are even when we can't see them, and then we can move past them. So I think the best thing about knowing what you are, a metal or a wood, is that your interpersonal relationships will become better and less stressful. Now that I know, and I've known for quite some time that I'm a wood, I know that when people say to me, Dondi, you're yelling at me. I'm not really yelling because woods don't have to yell. <laughs> they can get their point across without yelling. But I understand that my voice does get a little louder. It gets a little bit more choppy. It gets a little deeper. I'm very powerful when I know what I want and I'm going to get what I want. And people perceive that as being yelled at. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So it's knowing these, pardon? It's passion. It is passion, and that's how words see it, but other people don't always see it as passion. <laughs> no. <laughs> other people, like, for instance, my sister is an earth, and earths are very gentle people. They're sweet people, and they can 
get their feelings hurt easily. They're, they're, um, earth people, it's harder for them to take the strong tones in somebody's voice or the harsh look in somebody's eyes. And so woods and earths have to learn to work together. Now that I know my sister is an earth and it's going to be a little bit more stressful for her than any other element when I talk to her in a stern voice, well, then I'll work on not being so stern. I'll work on my languaging. I'll learn to use words that help buffer my sentences and help pad my sentences because I know what, what she needs. And in turn, as a wood, she knows that I like to be on time and I want people to be on time. That isn't so easy for an earth or a water. Those mm-hmm. are the two elements that have a harder time with time. But her knowing that, she will make a bigger effort to always be on time for me because she knows that's part of my wood value system. So this this is how it helps. You start recognizing what each element values and how they perceive other people and it's fascinating and it gets deeper and deeper the the more you get into it and the more you study it no i i can see that and i i certainly can relate to that because you know i guess i have more wood in me than i thought i did (laughs) because sometimes i'll even be talking to my husband and he says you're yelling at me but it's not because i'm yelling it's like i'm passionate about something so my voice gets like really big but you know, yes. but you're right. He, they, they, other sign, other elements don't hear. They just hear the loudness and and like it's directed at them. And it's it's in, that's so when you're um, when you're with like in a relationship with a husband or a wife or even with kids, no, um, <laughs> if you're complete like you, if if the earth is with the wood, there's going to be some sort of mamba jamba going on. Yeah, well, there are. There's a, a a cycle in the in the five elements. It's called the control cycle, and these are the elements that have a harder time together. And two of those elements are earth and wood. And my sister and I are very close, and we get along really well now. But it's because we know the five elements, and and I've learned again what her value system is as an earth. She's learned about mine. I know that as an earth, she also has fire. And as an earth fire, boy, does she need a social life. She has to have that to to make her feel like she's a part of the world, to make her feel happy. And I never understood that because as a wood water, I enjoy being alone. I'm a very solo person. Mm. I travel alone. I do a lot of things alone. And I didn't understand how much she really needed to be in a social environment with other people and now that i do whenever we're together i make sure we we celebrate some social (laughs) uh, experience together and she loves that and she comes alive so it you know what the five elements does it helps us It's, it's like we can predict stressors in a relationship before they happen and we can fix them before they happen because we are so in touch with our element and other people's elements. And it also, I have to say this, because it's so great, it also helps us with, with not taking things so personally instead of thinking, oh, my sister was late. She's just doing it to irritate me. Doesn't she know how much it means to me that she'd be on time? Or she'll say about me and she'll say, oh, Dondi was, was, 
yelling at me. Well, <laughs> when you know the elements, you know. No, if you really step back and look at a wood when they're, like you say, passionate, they really aren't yelling, but other people perceive them that way. I can see my sister now and know that when she's late, it's not personal. It's not something about me that she's doing wrong or, or wanting to annoy me. It's her element. Earths and waters have a hard time with time and showing up on time. So once you realize that what others are doing isn't personal, oh, my gosh, a weight lifts, and your, your life becomes a lot less stressful and anxious. Well, and I'm just going to do the little fact check over here because while you guys were talking, I skipped to the section because it was, it's so funny. It was hard for me to identify myself, but man, I could see, you know, my, my, my one son, Max, is totally like wood and my, my younger one, Zach, is, is totally metal. And I was like, ooh, I want to see if these get along because they certainly don't get along at my dinner table. And, you know, <laughs> you hit the nail on the head. You're like, you know, logically the relationship seems like a good match, but metals and woods are structured power people both tend to be bright and feel they alone are correct and indulge in power plays that sums up raising two boys a a metal in a wood like to a t (laughs) you know what i cannot even imagine having two boys that are a metal in a wood because metals and woods are on each other's control cycle it means they will push each other's buttons just by being in the room together. They don't even have to say anything. So when you learn... From the time we get up in the morning till the time we go to bed, and I've got to take us to commercial break, but I want want to talk about this after the break, because when the metal detaches and the wood is angry, like that's the cycle, and we just go round and round and round. So I know this is Powered Up Talk Radio and not Motherhood Talk Radio, but man, if you are a mom out there or a grandma out there and you are handling raising involved with kids just skip right to the kids section on here because she's got it in one and i'm looking at my niece and nephews and the other ones and i'm like could identify it like that we're visiting today with Dondi dolan the five elements is the book that we're talking about today no promotional fees were paid for this this is a book that came across our desks and we wanted to share it with you This book helps you understand yourself and enhances your relationships with using this world's oldest wisdom, the world's oldest personality type system, those five elements, water, fire, earth, metal, and um, what did I miss one? Wood. (laughs) How could we not miss wood? Um, Dondi, you said there was a test you could take online. Was that uh, uh, learnthefiveelements.com? That's it. Learnthefiveelements.com. People can go online, take the quiz. It takes most people about four or five minutes, and it will be calculated right there. They will get their primary element and their secondary element, and they can read about those elements. Excellent, excellent. When we come back from the commercial break, we're going to talk more about how you can use this book to aid your understanding and your relationships with those you can't change, like the ones with your family. You can't swap them out. I guess you can. But with the ones that you want to sustain and enhance, you're going to want to come back after the break. We've got lots more powered up. Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. This is
Information about book publishing is power. The power to change your authoring life and the power to change the lives of your readers. So join us for Your Guide to Book Publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 Pacific. You'll hear about statistics, scenarios, and strategies on what to do now. As the book shepherd, Dr. Judith Bryles is in. And each week, she will include publishing professionals that will reveal tips and secrets to the author's journey. If there is a book in you, you want to listen, learn, and yes, call in with your questions each week. For more on Judith and what she can do for you, check out her website, thebookshepherd.com. It's your guide to book publishing. Everything you want to know but didn't know what to ask. Brought to you by Author You and The Book Shepherd. With your host, Dr. Judith Bryles. Thursday evenings at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. It's Marching Okay, ladies, listen up. Did you know recent studies are suggesting that women with skinny waists but sizable hips are smarter than other women? Scientists at the University of Pittsburgh and the University of California gave cognitive tests to a group of 16,000 women and girls of different body types and found the women with the greatest hip-to-waist proportions scored higher. Hmm, I guess that would make me a walking encyclopedia Britannica. No, hold on. That doesn't mean it's okay for us to be a powder pigeon. That's another name for a woman whose sizable hips can take up a whole supermarket aisle. Research suggests that the fat around fuller hips and thighs holds higher levels of omega-3 fatty acids, which helps the brain. I'm not sure if I would rather be able to do the Sunday crossword puzzle or get into those jeans I bought 10 years ago. I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. This is for all you girls about 42. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and I'm here with Linda Franklin. And now, Linda, when we were on break, I was having a good laugh because Max and Zach are definitely metal and wood. And, you know, this, I think, is going to maybe aid in our understanding. I don't know how much fighting it's going to, like, drop down. Um, but I know at least it'll aid an understanding of themselves and they'll understand, you know, helps me understand more what's going on in this like cycle power struggle constant that we have in our house. Now, how about you with you and, and, and Roger, like where, where is Roger on the spectrum? And then how do you guys like, you know, does, you know, do you control him? Does he control you? You know, how does it, you know, how does that, you know, work with you guys? Um, there's, there's conflict because if I'm a metal in a wood and I, I, you know, he, he's not either of those. I, I, you know, I think, uh, I think he's, he's definitely a nurse and he, and I don't know if this is connected to the astrological signs, but it looks, I mean, he's a, a Libra and Libras always are that, you know, they don't want to rock the boat. They, you know, people like them. You know, that seems to sort of like mesh. Is is am I off base or is that? No, you aren't off base at all. So this isn't specifically connected to astrology, but most of the time when somebody brings up their astrological signs, they do mesh with the five elements and Libra and Earth completely mesh. They're both the peacemakers and they both want to bring balance to situations and they don't like conflict. 
<laughs> and so if that rings true for your yeah. Roger, I have a Roger as well. Right? <laughs> um, I, well, I, I need a Roger. A... Everybody else has a Roger but me. <laughs> well, he, I, I think he's a combo of earth and water, and I'm a combo of metal and wood. So, you know, you, do I have to say any more? <laughs> no, you don't. That, I, can, I totally understand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So you know, the, it, it makes sense, and and it's 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 amazing how how you know how accurate it is. It is amazing how accurate it is accurate it is, and like I said before, the more you start delving into it, there are more oh my goshes and aha moments and big epiphanies because it gets more and more accurate the deeper you go, and then you can really kind of navigate your life and orchestrate your relationships how you want them, especially if your partner is willing to listen and work in the five elements with you. Because like like the two boys, the metal and the wood, if they're just willing to do a couple of things, and, and I'll say them like a metal, how, how old are the boys, may I ask? Um, well, the, let's see, the the wood just turned 13, and the metal just turned 10. Okay, so they may be coming into a time, I'm thinking more of the 10-year-old, where, you know, they, they could have some really strong self-reflection and self-control and, and, and look at their elements, because what, what happens with a metal, as you know, the metal detaches, and what a metal needs to do is... And and by the way, it it throws the wood. I mean, the wood could be. I'm sure your wood is very angry when the metal detaches from. The oh yeah, he yeah. goes in the room and sulks. I have to go in and hug him. But if the if the metal is or if the wood is on his case, then the chase ensues. Aha, aha. Well, what? So a couple of things both of them could do. The Metals have to remember that they can't just detach. It does, it does nothing for the relationship. It does nothing for the future of their relationship. And it hurts people when a person detaches. But as a metal, they need to detach for a little while. So if they could say, if they could have, if they could find the strength to actually say, look, I need to just go away for a while and they can go into their room or whatever and then give a time when they will come back and, and they could say, I think I need this evening. Can we talk about this tomorrow? I just need to be alone. That type of thing will give the wood some information. The wood needs information and they get really, really angry when they're left with a mystery of what happened. And so they <laughs> give the wood that information. Now, the wood has to know that their main main emotion, every element has a main emotion. For wood, it's anger. And they oftentimes, wood don't realize that the anger they're feeling is coming on very, very strong. It doesn't, it doesn't feel as strong as it is perceived by others. So if the wood could take a moment take a few deep breaths, whatever is in their toolbox, whether it's shutting their eyes, going around a corner, taking some breaths, counting to 10, and just let that anger release a little bit because it's intense for other people. And I'm actually a person 
who isn't afraid of anger, but I do know that it is a, a, a woods anger is really intense for other people, much more than the woods realize. And so there's a couple of things that they can do together. And if they don't, it, it may just continue to build a wedge between them, which would be awful. Right. Oh, I agree. Absolutely. I yeah. agree. And, you know, it's like, you know, to, to calm a wood down so that they can, they can interact. And then, you know, the, the woods are really impatient. You know, they want everything immediately. <laughs> and, yeah, you know, the so metal is like, Hey, you know what, I'm going to take a walk. I'm going to chill. I'm going to relax and, you know, go from there. Yes. It's absolutely true, and this is one of the, the control pieces that's really hard with a metal and a wood. Woods are the most impatient of the elements, and metals want time to process. And so you, they have to find respect for each other's elements, and the, the wood needs to find a way to release the anger. We actually have an, an Eden Energy Medicine exercise. It's awesome. It's called Blowing Out the Venom. And we have it on YouTube. We have these little clips called Wednesday Energy Minutes. And you can you can go on YouTube, type in Wednesday Energy Minutes, and then look for blowing out the venom and or blowing out the anger. Sometimes it's called blow out the bad. Little- we have that breathe in the good, blow out the bad kind of thing. I've seen that video. We use that in our house. Oh, good. We Excellent. breathe in calm because it's weird that you say that. Years ago, I looked at something like this where it was like you breathe in the good, calm and relax, and then you <sighs> blow really hard and blow out the bad. Is that what you're talking about? Yes, you blow out the bad. And you can, if your wood is really angry, he can even, I mean, I don't know what you allow in your house, but I, I allow my son to go in his room, blow it out. He can use a cuss word. He can use somebody's name. Like if he's really mad at his little friend, Lisa, he can say, Lisa, when he's blowing out that energy instead of just blowing out air. Because sometimes to vocalize someone's name helps get the anger out. And then it's beneficial for all because the anger isn't stuck in them anymore. And that person doesn't even know they're doing this exercise. You know, little Lisa doesn't even know. She just knows she doesn't get the brunt of the anger on the other end. So using words are good as well. Oh, that's hilarious because we put him in the car and I say what happens in the van stays in the van. Just go in the van and let it rip because then nobody has to hear it. (laughs) Nobody has to be upset by it and nobody will mistakenly hear it and take action on it because it's just anger. It's just words. It's temporary and it's gone. Yes. And for kids, it feels so good to say cuss words, you know, these forbidden words that they aren't supposed to say if they go into the van or their room and they can just shout them out and get them out of their mind and their body, and then they can come back hopefully more pleasant. But it's a great energy exercise, and with blowing out the venom or blowing out the anger, we raise our hands over our head and then we whoosh them down our body, and so that energy also comes off the hands. It's a good one. Now, what do we do with the metal, my runner? What do we do with him? So the metal, the whole issue with metals is staying connected to people. The metal people, metal people will get connected to their work. They'll get connected to a vision. They'll get connected to something they're seeking for. Some metals 
are spiritually seeking, so they'll get connected to a church or the movement of a church, but they need to stay connected to people and have real interpersonal communication with people, communication that's meaningful. And so whatever it takes, you know, everybody is different, and that's what's so amazing about the five elements. You just start realizing how different people are. So for one metal, maybe taking a, a yoga class helps them come back to their center and they can connect with people again. Maybe taking a walk on the beach helps them come back and connect to people again. The key is to come back and connect with people again. It's not to stay out on the beach and just stay disconnected. And give, like I said before, giving people information, saying, you know, I think this is going to take me a couple of days. Could you wait a couple days until I come back to myself? Or I think this is just going to take an hour. But giving some information so the other person isn't left with a mystery of what happened. Because then your mind just goes nuts. You just go crazy, especially if you're a wood. Well, and I love that, you know, my son, the metal is my dancer. He he dances every day. He takes dance class. And it was interesting to see that the the exercise to balance metals, the one thing he does is he loves to dance and he loves to dance with his friends. And I think that's, uh, you know, I, there's just so many things in here that are spot on. I'm really enjoying it. Oh, I'm so, so glad. That is awesome. Yay. Well, because I think, you know, and and Linda, you know this, like as a parent, especially a single parent for me, I get really confused and I I try everything under the sun to keep a harmonious household and to keep everybody as much centered as they can, you know, without us, you know, killing each other or, you know, just blowing apart at the seams. Um, I need to take us to commercial break. We are visiting today with Dondi Dolan. The book of the hour is The Five Elements. Understand yourself and enhance your relationships with the wisdom of the Earth's oldest, oh, I'm sorry, the world's oldest personality type system. When we come back from the break, we're going to talk more about conflict resolution. And I'm going to ask for advice from Dondi with conflict resolution with all of us. We've learned about my kids. We're going to shift over to Linda's family after the break. And we're going to find out how do we have the best relationships of our lives. We've got lots more powered up with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin after these messages. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors. All quilters, just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com radio. 
To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. It's Marching Down the There are more cats in U.S. households than any other pet. Most allurophiles or cat owners know that unlike dogs, taking Kitty for a ride in the car isn't any fun. I mean, you never see a cat hanging its head out the window, enjoying the breeze. Today's domestic cat is descended from a small Mid-Eastern wildcat. A group of kittens is called a kindle, and a group of adult cats is a clouder. What's the word for those dust balls composed entirely of cat hair? Fluffernugans. Personally, I like pigs better than either cats or dogs. Dogs are subservient and look up to man. Cats are aloof and look down on man. A pig, however, will look you in the eye and see as equal. It's marching I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words-you-never-heard vocabulary with my free app, Too Funny for Words. We're back with Sandra Beck and Linda Franklin. Here's more Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Hey, ladies, this is Sandra Beck, and we're here with Linda Franklin and author Dondi Dolan, and we're talking about relationships at this point, whether your relationships with your kids or with your spouse or your parents or your brothers and sisters or your friends. You know, the world exists with relationships, and this is a really neat book uh, that gives you another tool in your arsenal if you're like me and have a really hard time understanding the world. Uh, A little bit of Sheldon Cooper over here. Um, You know, it, it helps us have a clue as to kind of why people do the things they do and what makes them tick. Now, Linda, you have a question. Yeah, uh, Donnie, earlier we we determined that uh, Donald Trump is a wood. Boy, mm-hmm. is he a wood. What would you, what is, what do you think is the chief characteristic of Hillary Clinton? Well, it's very interesting. I just wrote an article on this, and they both have wood. The big difference is Donald has only wood (laughs) most of the time. I mean, sometimes you see a little bit of metal, a little bit of fire, but mostly he is wood, 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 woody, wood, wood. Whereas Clinton, she has other elements that come in. You can see her metal. You can also see and hear about her earth, especially when her daughter talks about her Hillary sounds like a different woman and is a very vulnerable and sensitive woman and and the caregiver. And this is all earth. And you hear this from a lot of Hillary's friends or people she's worked with. She's the caregiver. So we don't see that as much on the television. But it, it shows when you have two or three elements that you can resource from as opposed to one element that you're very strong in if you're only one element you're going to be much more extreme in your views and uh i'll i'll leave it at at that just saying much more extreme well you know and she's not showing enough of her earth but maybe when she feels like she's up against this this ridiculous wood that if she throw if she shows too much earth it you know people will it, it makes her vulnerable but that's that would be a good thing this is exactly what my mom and i were talking about last night at the debates we were saying oh my gosh 
if she would just show a little bit of her vulnerability, then I think a lot more people would feel connected to her. But she, being in that position, that's got to be so tough because she, oh, yeah. I am sure, feels like she has to be a tough woman. And she is strong in wood. And so that wood comes out and the metal and both are very methodical and and powerful and strong and and yes, I wish she could tap into her wood a bit more and how Chelsea talks about her because I think we'd all love to see her earth. Did I say earth? Yeah, no, you. Yeah, but we, we know earth. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think the hard thing about that because like you could say the same thing about me. Not that I'm Hillary Clinton, but you know when I'm running my tech company, I'm all wood, man. I mean, there's just not too much. You know, when I'm in my element, get out of my way. I know what I'm doing, and just sit down, shut up, and do what I tell you to do. And that's a big part of parts of me and my business. But then when I'm with my friends, even my work friends, then it's very different. It's it's very earthy. Or as a mother, I'm I'm more earthy than my way or the highway. I just bring in the the the, the wood. I crack down on the wood because I'm a single mom and I have to be mom and dad. So I look at these things that are in here, you know, or the, the, the metal part of it, like when I need to figure things out or I needed to recharge, you know, I like to go off and read. I like to go off and draw and paint and be by myself and, you know, don't don't answer the door. But, you know, it's it's roles we play to affect, especially I think if we have these things, Dondi, and correct me if I'm wrong, but if we have these characteristics in us and we can pull on them as we need them, like I don't need to be my way or highway in the in the, the kitchen with my kids. I don't need to be that way. And it doesn't work when I'm trying to problem solve in my tech company. But yeah, when I'm leading my company, my way or the highway, you know, the wood stick comes out. Yes. And so you're talking about it in such a balanced, beautiful way, because uh, you're resourcing the elements you have at different times. I will know, absolutely know that for some meetings I go into in our company that I need to get my my wood going and I go in with more wood. And then there's other meetings I go into and I know for the people who are in that meeting, I need to pull on my earth for them because they're more earths. And and I'll always take food and cookies and sweets for the earth in the meeting. (laughs) That makes everything better for the earth. (laughs) Well, and it's like almost like like we're an eighteen wheeler. Um, you know, uh, we have to switch gears. You know, when I look at all these elements, I think the least of my elements is the fire one. That one I'm trying hard to find. You know, a whole lot in there. Um, but yet I had incredible fire when I was younger and I didn't have, you know, the responsibility of a company and the responsibility of, you know, being a single mom or stuff like that. I think, you know, it's a lot harder for me to enjoy the ride. Like you put as the fire personality when you're weighed down with obligation, or is that just a mindset? No, I think it is absolutely true. It's like when we see a fire person as an adult, we all kind of envy them. Wow, look at them. They're so fancy free. Look at how how they are, you know, Ellen DeGeneres. It has a lot of fire, and we all love how she dances through the audience. And, oh, if we could just be like her. The fires somehow have kept 
that glow that they had when they were a, ch- a child. There's a lot of curiosity with fires. There's a lot of joy. There's a lot of, uh, you know, bringing in different people, even if they're strangers, just like a kid would, reaching out to people. And so it does happen that with our adult obligations and children and our fatigue, everyone's so tired and so stressed that the fires get put out. The fire in us gets doused. And so this is another way with the five elements that we could, you know, work on balancing our fire. I love fire. My mom and sister have a ton of it. And I'm always trying to find new ways to bring out my fire. And sometimes it's as simple as wearing different clothes, like wearing red, which I don't wear a lot of. I wear a lot of black and gray. We'll throw on some red and I feel a little bit more cheerful, a little bit more fancy free. So it may sound silly, but these little things you can do to start balancing your elements are, are really important. Uh, knowing your element, can, um, I imagine that could help you career-wise as well. Going, I mean, if you're a, if you're a, a wood, I don't think you're going to be a social worker. Right, exactly. There are definitely careers that are suited for each of the elements. I mean... The woods are going to run the corporations. The earths are going to be the social workers. And it really does help, again, looking into the future, just like it helps with relationships and being able to alleviate the conflict and the stress before it even happens. You can look into the future when you're young and say, wow, I'm, I'm a metal type. Maybe I need to go toward this company instead of that one. It will feed my metal more. It will be better for me. Yeah. Well, that's the one thing that I thought was a neat application in the back of the book that I want to tell you is like, you know, there's kind of like the earth child overview or the metal child overview. And what I found is that was like the great cheat sheet for me to see what I needed. Because if you're like me and you're running 100 miles an hour and you're doing everything for everyone and you just fall asleep at, you know, 11 o'clock at night and wake up at four in the morning like you're shot out of a cannon, it's hard to know what you need because your needs are always last, especially as a parent. Um, but it was like cool to go and wow, like, Hey, this kind of clarifies some things that I need. Cause I read it and I'm like, yeah, that'll work. They need to bring more love and self-esteem to themselves. I could dig it. Yeah. Awesome. Good. I'm so glad that that worked in the book. It, it was a joy to write this book and I wanted to get everything in there that has helped me in my life, but also keep the book really simple and user-friendly and have everyone be able to relate to it. So thank you for saying that. Well, and not boring. Like, I'll tell you, the book's not boring. And I get a lot of books, and a lot of them are boring. Yay, thank you. Awesome. (laughs) There was their backhanded compliment for the day, and it wasn't boring. (laughs) Well, because you think about, like, you know, personality typing, it sounds boring. It sounds like it'll be hard work. But this was kind of like, you know, part personality, you know, part part like celebrity magazine and part Cosmo quiz. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. So what yeah, best advice do you have for anybody who's who's wanting to improve their relationships? Oh my gosh, I think uh you know conflict is hard for most of the elements. The one element that probably fares the best with conflict is the wood they aren't scared of it 
they can dive right into it, whereas an earth person is is often fearful of conflict. They want to avoid it, and they don't want anyone to be hurt. But here's what I'll say about conflict, and this goes across the board for all elements. This works for everybody. When you are angry or upset with another person, and they're angry and upset with you, you are now in a power struggle, (laughs) and you need to take a break. And my mom and her husband taught me that in the work they do with the five elements and other systems we work with. Just stop and take a break. Don't keep gabbing at the person or lecturing the person or even talking at the person because woods don't feel like they lecture, but other people do feel that they lecture. So just stop. Both people have to agree to stop, take a break, and tell each other when you're going to come back and just cool off. And this goes for kids and teenagers and siblings. Take a break, but come back. There has to be an agreement to come back and talk about it later and talk about what happened. And hopefully there's another step. Hopefully the two people can come back with some options So like if it's a husband-wife team and the wife is wanting to go to a family reunion and the husband doesn't want to go and they start fighting about it, take a break and then come back with a couple of options where they can meet each other, where they can compromise together. And the husband can say, well, here's my options. And the wife can say, here's my options. And they can meet each other. And then with kids and teenagers, just to remember, they want to be heard and they want to be acknowledged no matter what their element is water, wood, fire, earth, or metal, and especially woods like to be acknowledged. It's just really, really important to them that somebody says, I hear you, I see you, I'm acknowledging how you feel, and I've got it, and now let's take a break, and then we can work with it. The Five Elements, Dondi Dolan, check her out. Uh, the name is spelled Dondi, D-O-N-D-I, last name Dolan, D-A-H-L-I-N. Thank you so much for being our guest today. We'll be back again next week. Check out this book, The Five Elements. You'll get a kick out of it. We're so glad you joined us for Powered Up with Beck and Franklin. Sandra Beck, Los Angeles-based single mother and technology company owner, knows what it's like to be fit, funny, and fantastic in your 40s. Linda Franklin, a New Yorker with a successful marriage and prominent